Hi, welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast at ThetaGame.com. I'm your host, Juni, and thanks for tuning in. These are only my opinions, and anything said in this podcast, future podcast, should not be considered financial advice. I have stock positions in Costco and AMD. Thank you. Howdy, y'all. I hope everyone is doing well. Um, I just turned 30 this week. Um, my friends threw me a surprise party uh, yesterday, and so I was going to record when I got home yesterday, uh, but when I got home, there was a party, and so, yeah, that got, that tricked me. Um, I'm usually good at sniffing out surprises and stuff, um, but I think this took me even more by surprise because I don't usually celebrate, I, I like never celebrate my birthday, it's just like usually just like a regular day. Um, but yeah, came home, lots of good food, like, like I'd say a good 90% of friends I hang out with were there. It was, it was great. Um, but the feeling that I got of just like seeing everyone there, oh my gosh, it, it was, it's so, it's so crazy, you know, like everyone's super busy with their own schedules and stuff, but the fact that everyone made time out of their Saturday to come stop by and surprise me was really cool. Um. And everything was just so, uh, so planned well. And it was definitely uh, planned by my girlfriend. So huge shout out to her and huge, huge thank you to everyone that stopped by. It was like, it was, it's a great way to sort of like end the year. I feel very loved. I feel very grateful. And hopefully I could pass some of that along in the podcast. This week for earnings, uh, I consider them very, very dry. Um, there's definitely no reason to really play earnings besides I say like Thursday if you had to play and that's after close on Thursday there's Adobe but really um, maybe you can make a case on playing on Oracle but uh, that's Oracle no one no one no one cares about Oracle no more uh, but there's also Joanne uh, which is an arts and crafts company uh, and I know I've mentioned their stock before I wonder if I wonder how they're doing. Uh, they are not doing well. <laughs> so I probably have mentioned them probably like a year ago. And yeah, they've definitely been hit um, after the pre, or not the pre, but the post-COVID sort of crash that we're having. Um, a lot of people got into like arts and crafts when we were in quarantine. But, you know, your life gets busy with all the responsibilities of having to actually go to work or do more work getting things back to normal you make less and less time for things that you kind of enjoy doing which is kind of it's kind of weird right um but yeah maybe we can start seeing joanne as the happiness meter because i'm pretty sure when we, everyone was in quarantine working a little bit less and making time for themselves doing new things that they love to do that they were just a little bit happier so joanne's stock being at like a 52 week low is probably a good indicator that people are not making um uh, as much time out of their day or out of their week to do extracurricular things that they once were doing. Um, but yeah, Joanne reports on, what, what, did, what day was that? That was after close on Monday along with Oracle. But really, every other day besides Adobe on Thursday, nothing much to report on. Today is going to be a much uh, shorter episode. Um, I just feel like I want to take the, whatever energy I have left from yesterday's uh, surprise uh, and translate that more into just coding on the website. So um, this week there is the CPI or the inflationary number uh, on the 13th, which is Tuesday. Uh, 
Uh, and then on Wednesday is the FOMC meeting uh, where the Fed um, meets and then reports the next rate hike. Um, the consensus lies between 50 and 75 basis points. Um, I personally think that 75 basis points is just as much on the table as 50 basis points. I really can't consider them going for 25 basis point hike, which would mean like a drastic slowing of how fast we're raising rates. Um, if inflation already looks good um, or it's already trending downwards, uh, I would say that maybe they could consider going to 50. 25 just seems overly aggressive and doesn't really match the tone of how Jerome Powell has been speaking about raising rates and keeping them in line with market expectations and whatnot. Um, but then I can also see a case for a uh, 75 basis point hike, just maintaining the same speed. Maybe, you know, in the notes somewhere, uh, he mentions like that this is heavily considered going to be maybe the last 75 basis point hike. The other one will be lower, um, you know, because obviously the market's not going to like if we get another 75 basis point hike. Um, but I, I still think it's possible, which is why I've been, um, you know, just managing my positions as opposed to like getting more and more um, deeper into any sort of my dollar cost averages uh, for AMD. Uh, my AMD position is quite large right now. Uh, I have about 300 um, common stock. Uh, all of it is covered with covered calls, but then I have two cash secured puts. So if the market does uh, trend downwards this week uh, by Friday or I guess Saturday morning at assignment time, I'll look like I'll be having um, 500 shares of AMD starting next week. Um, if we get a 50 point basis point hike, I mean like I definitely see that being a good thing that we're you know slowing the uh, pace of rate hikes, but that also seems sort of priced in. The only big market mover um, basis points uh, hikes I see is like 25 and 75. 75, I think it'll make us go down lower, but not by much. Um, just because I feel like even if they did announce 75, um, like the notion would just be that, okay, the next one will be the one where they lower the rate of which we hike. The interest rate hikes, though, uh, do come after the CPI data. So the CPI data, uh, or inflationary data, aka how much inflation we currently have, comes out on Tuesday. If that number is really high, I can see people getting scared that we're going to uh, raise rates by 75 basis points, and that would, of course, be bearish. So just be really careful as you're like managing your positions this week, or as you're like buying stocks and doing your doing your thing. Like if you're just dollar cost averaging every week. I think that's a really solid strategy. There's very little that can go wrong, especially if you're dollar cost averaging um, sort of like number or the amount that you put in every week is a very manageable number. Um, but if you're trying to really start trying to like time the bottom, maybe like if you've taken a break from the stock market since, you know, this this year has not been kind to like a lot of people. If this is the week where you start to sort of come back and you're trying to really see like, okay, what's your next big play? This is probably not the week to do that. Um, you definitely need to scale in to whatever strategy that you might be trying to deploy. 
um, in these like coming few weeks because really the market is super super volatile uh spy is always just finding the 400 400 number um we have all this inflationary number all this interest rate hike numbers there's some like tension in china there's the ukraine russian war happening there's all this oil talk there's a whole lot of news that wasn't here before right like in 2019 when we were doing that melt up like there was the occasional china tariff news but that was like as bad as it really got. Now, I really think that there are a lot more data points that are just like making the graph swing back and forth that really you can have the best and safest strategy in the world, but if you just don't manage your money correctly, if you don't manage your risk correctly, you can still get got. So, you know, something that might have worked for you in 2020 or 2021 will not just automatically work in an environment like this. That's something that I've like kind of learned um, as I like try to recoup uh, like my losses that I've had since this year, uh, I am currently down uh, 11k. I remember at some point this year I was down around like 40k. Um, so that was that was not fun, but yeah, very grateful that I'm only down 11k right now. I have about like 240k, 250k now in my uh, trading portfolio. So that's about like a five percent. I'm like five percent down. Um, so I'm not just. I'm just like trying to not do anything out of the norm to sort of like magically turn green by the end of the year. Because that is definitely something I would have done before. Like before I started doing theta gain and showing all my trades. This is definitely that is definitely a strategy that I would try to do at the end of the year. It's like oh, I, I if I just do one medium-sized play i could probably turn green before the end of the year and that would look cool or whatever that that's just not me anymore um like same thing with playing earnings that was like an old version of me <laughs> but it gives you i guess sort of just like the insight into the psychology of what a lot of traders do it's like you know there's there's tons of people on twitter that would also say that earnings are dangerous maybe earnings are stupid doing all these risky plays they're like really dumb but I get, I get the, um, I get the thrill. Like I understand why it's fun. I understand like why it's cool. Um, but it's just personally not for me. With all the goals that I have in mind right now, I just can't be as risky um, that like I, as I used to be. Uh, and I'm having a lot of fun just being like sort of responsible. So um channeling a lot of that energy a lot of that capital back into sort of like my business you know theta gang and trying to make that better while i wait wait out the uh this stock uh stock market winter you know crypto has its winter too but i think the stock market is very much in that winter as well so it's just a matter of just not being dumb like be be cautious of you know what what you end up going into this week just primarily because there's two really big um, numbers that come out again that's uh, the inflationary number on Tuesday and then um, on Wednesday there's the interest rate hike I'd say like the next following weeks after that you'll see some price consolidation of whether or not we've gapped up and consolidated or maybe we gapped down and started consolidating but that would probably be a safer time to start deploying some of your strategies. All right, uh, short episode today. Uh, I want to just close out this podcast saying um, thank you to everybody um, that's been listening for like the entire year or, and before that too. Um, 
it really means a lot letting me be part of your day especially a part of your commute because i know there's a lot of different podcasts different songs competing for your time there and i appreciate it um i do want to announce that the live stream is going to be put on pause um more than likely to be on pause till v3 is out so um i'm finding it hard to find time to sort of like keep on doing the hobbies that i like doing uh like raising my bonsai or uh playing guitar uh raising my shrimp um you know looking or collecting up collecting magic cards like all this all these different hobbies of mine um and then also live streaming and then doing a podcast and then finding time to also work on the website so the the live stream is going to be on pause for probably a month maybe uh, it just depends on how quickly i can get v3 out i'm trying to get the most minimum viable product version of v3 out in the wild so it can just like get a good round of feedback but um yeah i just find that every time i find that there's a good chunk of time for me to work on something that i have another hobby getting into that chunk of time and i really think that um getting like a few more hours uh especially like from the podcast and from the live stream uh i get to work on v3 just a little bit more um so the live stream will be on pause the podcast will still be out every week um but yeah just wanted to let everyone know that so uh i might do surprise live streams of me just coding uh the v3 website that is something that i will probably do but um nothing official where it's going to be um on a weekly cadence so if you're bummed out i am sorry uh but it will be back i fully plan on being um live streaming like a lot of the v3 stuff i want i want there to be more of a structure i guess um when i live stream and I want that to be kind of like baked into like the website and how I design it. So I'm trying to get this new version of the website kind of like mix in with like the podcast, the live stream, and just like, you know, my Twitter presence and kind of like everything that I do for Theta Gang, I want it to just be on the website. That might include some of the Discord. Maybe there's like um, like a channel or something. I don't know. But uh, that's all going to be coming soon uh right now specifically i'm working on uh the ability to see stocks on their own page right that's definitely something that already exists on datagame.com but there's a lot of cool things you can do when you start server side rendering things like custom meta tags um and then after i finish the you know individual stock pages that's what i kind of call them um i'm moving on to profile pages uh, I want the profile page to like look cool. I want to kind of gamify it too, um, but I'm having trouble just like finding what kind of like style I'm going with. Like originally, I thought of like kind of 3D retro, um, but that all didn't really fit that well when it started coming to making buttons and UIs that were very like number driven. Um, so it needed to be a little bit more clean so i'm going a little bit more flat um but you 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 guys and girls will all see um i really do hope uh you all enjoy it i know i'm having a blast coding it it's just taking a little bit longer than say like the current version of the website to come out just because this the, i'm working with like technologies that i haven't really worked with before um, but the website is way faster 
uh, on V3. It's like night and day faster. A lot of you will notice it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, taking in some feedback too. Um, shout out to Drew uh, and a few other people on my emails in the email chain going back and forth talking about like what currently sucks on datagang.com and how can I make things uh, they, those things better. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. I do want to give a shout out to my patrons here. Uh, shout out to uh, AG, Arfman, Avrilian, Andy V, Can't Make Money IRL, Chicken Dinner, Empty Cans, Fancy Wolf, Grandpa95, Jay Z and Kaput, Lazy Reservist, Leo Jetson, Lord Skeletor, Maya Shrek C, Maltman 1856, McFly, John Snow, M. Hayden, Mike D, Mitch Brady 7, Mods, Mr. Integrity, Pastor Bedtime, Rooster, Rustier, Seneca, Shifty, Slow Motion, Statistically Random, Sumatrix, The Jester, Theater Ray, and Upstream Puddle. Thank you so much for listening. I'm a pretty beat. Like, I don't know if you guys and girls can kind of hear um, how tired I am, but I'm almost contemplating on taking a nap, and I never take naps. I'm not a nap person. Uh, but I'm going to eat right now some leftovers from uh, the party, and then what's realistically going to happen, I'm probably going to drink, like, two Cokes, uh, two Diet Cokes, and then probably take a shower. You know, that kind of, like is like the water on my face sort of thing that kind of wakes me up and i put on some headphones and start coding it's like uh yeah i mean i can't think of sort of like a better weekend i got i got to see like oh like all or most of my friends on uh yesterday on saturday had a blast lots of fun lots of drinking lots of eating it was just really really fun everyone got to see each other it was a nice reunion type of thing and then today waking up sunday you know, just waking up a little tired, but really it's just, it's been quiet. Like I get some me time, I get some podcast time and then now I get to eat some good food again and then, you know, just code. And this, this is my favorable Sunday. So, um, thank you all for listening and I'll see everybody next week. Bye-bye.